0: What's going on, success? This is Tom McCart coming at you. Episode, goodness, what are we on? 161? Well, honored and privileged to be able to come at you and be able to talk to you straight. Uh, I'm actually in my car right now driving down to, I got a little bit of a uh, windshield time ahead of me. Just got done making about, you know, 10, 15 phone calls uh, for job stuff. And I wanted to, uh, you know, talk with you guys because I know it's been maybe about a week or two uh, since I've actually posted anything on the Success Edge podcast and just felt led that uh, this is my first time actually uh, kind of back in my car uh, where I'm by myself and I've got a little bit of a drive time ahead of me where I can actually chat freely uh, with you guys and uh, this is going to be kind of a whirlwind of a tour, uh, that I'm going on. So I've got a couple stops stops the way of my trek. Um, but it looks like it's going to be a good, <clears throat> good, 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 uh, experience, uh, which I know it'll be a good experience. And the reason why I know it's going to be a good experience is because guess what? I'm blessed and highly favored and empowered to prosper. I walk in divine health. The spirit of is on me, you know, uh, <laughs> do I need to say more? Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I'm just going to come at you uh, real, and um, first off, I want to make some suggestions to you, okay, that, you know, if you're looking for uh, some good podcasts, you know, or good resources that is kind of, that's not kind of, but it's definitely geared towards uh, Marketplace Christianity, and that is, you know, really kind of at that bedrock of the front lines, of the grassroots, of where that's uh, at right now. I, I've got a couple of recommendations for you guys on people that I, that I respect and admire and uh, feel like that they've got a good pulse on the Marketplace Christian you know movement. You know, one of those is actually Amos Johnson, Jr., of uh, the Church for Entrepreneur. Um, I highly recommend Amos uh, to you guys. If you've not checked out his podcast, I think that uh, he comes out, uh, no, I know he comes out with a uh, daily podcast, Monday through Friday. And I would definitely, uh, I know you'll be blessed by listening to Amos. Amos has, has got very, a very great teaching anointing upon him and you know he definitely works with a lot of entrepreneurs and sees a lot of things. Uh, I feel like he's just a great, a great person to listen to. The other person I wanted to suggest to you um, is KDE, e, which is Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. And that's Miss Shay Bonds, and um, both these people actually Shay and Amos have both been on my podcast before. Uh, Shay is uh, one of the founders of KDE, e, and she has a podcast herself, uh, and. You know, she is definitely the, <laughs> I would say the chief fire uh, starter uh, for, you know, what we're doing here. Uh, I definitely respect her. Sorry about that. I had to push pause real quick. Um, I got a phone call. Anyway, uh, Shea Bynes, highly recommend Shay. Shay's got definitely, um, you know, really kind of an apostolic anointing on her, uh, guys, <clears throat> for you know, this whole movement of kingdom driven entrepreneurs uh, or really just the marketplace Christian and being able to know how to flow. Definitely, you know, Shay and Amos have got a great pulse, I feel like, on the entrepreneurial side as far as, you know, Christianity and kind of where things are at, you know, as far as you applying kingdom uh, principles actually in, in and around uh, your business and your you know, entrepreneurial calling. Um, another person I'm going to just recommend is, is, uh, Darren Shearer. Uh, Darren's been on my podcast multiple times. Uh, he's an author. Uh, he's actually a publisher of multiple books, uh, f- for many, many authors out there, hybrid books. And, uh, you know, Darren's, uh, podcast that he has out there is theology of business. And I believe Darren's business has got a very great, you know, um, well, just theological side, okay, to it. A very academic, you know, side of it. You know, if you're looking for something that's very, you know, um, interview-led, because that's kind of where his podcast is, uh, and being able to communicate or articulate from a very, um, you know, theological side about business and about, you know, marketplace ministry, Darren has got, you know, that definitely down pat. Um, the other gentleman that I want to recommend is Dr. Jim Harris. Um, you know, he does not have a podcast, but he's definitely been on my, my podcast a couple times. He actually, I believe he's definitely been on, uh, Shay Bynes KDE, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneurs podcast multiple times as well. But, uh, and I think he might have been on, I think he's been on all of our podcasts, Amos's podcast, also, uh, Darren's podcast, also. But Dr., Dr. Harris or Jim Harris, he likes, he, he, he'd definitely hit me if I, you know, kind of hit me in the shoulder saying, why are you calling me doctor? Just call me Jim. Anyway, Jim has got multiple books. The thing about Jim that I want to recommend to you guys is go out to, uh, drjimharris.com. All right. And check out, he's got a, a lot of blog posts. He's got a couple of books that are out there. Uh, one book in particular is, um, and I've that I've read it. Just it's been a little while since I have read it, but the name might escape me. But anyway, the title of it is "Our Competitive Advantage," I believe, uh, which is basically you know with regards to Holy Spirit. And actually, I believe I interviewed him for that uh, specific book. And you know, Dr. Harris, you know, is got truly a um, an apostolic and prophetic uh, you know gifting on him. Uh, when it comes to business. And, you know, I know you don't hear me talk about uh, the apostolic or, you know, <laughs> apostolic, prophetic, or, you know, evangelism, or, you know, teaching, or pastor, you know, all these different, you know, ministry gifts uh, when it comes to, you know, on, you know, business or marketplace stuff. But, you know, we all have these uh, inside of us, uh, these giftings. And, you know, it's, it's something to, for you to recognize, you know, for you out there. And I highly recommend it. You know, the other one that I would recommend is, is going out there and listening, you know, uh, to. I know that uh, they've got a lot of articles uh, and a lot of, you know, videos online. Uh, but that's heaven in business. Um, I'll, I'll have to admit that I probably haven't done a heck of a lot of things uh, with that Uh, podcast, or not podcast, but just listening to those or watching those videos, but I would definitely recommend that, because, you know, here's the thing, guys, you know, I want you to be successful as possible, and, you know, for that matter, you know, my podcast is just one resource that you have, it's just one tool that you can use, you know, in order to help you out uh, to be successful in the marketplace, you know, if you have a job, if you have a business of your own, if you're looking to try to start your own business, you know, and you're kind of saying, okay, how does... How does this whole kingdom, you know, work? How does how does this whole thing, you know, blend together? Where I'm not, you know, operating in silos. Where I've got, you know, Sunday morning is, you know, my God time, church time, and then but Monday through Saturday, it's only exclusively, you know, with business, job stuff, work stuff. And that's it. You know, and I don't have anything. But how does it bleed in? How does it all mix together? Because really that's ultimately the way you should be living your life is there should be no separation There should be some no separation between what you do professionally and what you do you know with you know your actual you know uh, belief system and in, in Christianity all right your Christian walk should be a direct correlation or you should be a Christian business person a Christian you know marketplace per- person you know there should be no separation you know, between you and that at all. And, you know, these resources that I just mentioned, these people that I just mentioned are great resources. Yeah, you can go out and listen to, you know, multiple ministers of the gospel, but, you know, they're they going to come at it, you know, which is, you know, by the way, I'm not knocking this at all because they are phenomenally important uh, for you to go and listen to. Uh, but, you know, it's something about having somebody that actually is you know, got real life examples. Another one that I'd have to recommend to you that definitely has real life examples, it is a minister of the gospel, but, you know, he allows his his business, you know, acumen to bleed over into what he does. And that is Gary Cassie. All right, Gary Cassie owns multiple businesses and he's also uh, a pastor of a church. And he goes and tours around to different uh, places and does conferences as well. And he has a, fantastic business, um, you know, you know, uh, I don't want to call it degree. and It's not a degree. It's just big business acumen about him that he understands business at a whole nother level. And, you know, I would recommend going out and listening to those different resources because they're definitely going to be geared towards, you know, you taking your walk, As a marketplace Christian, as someone that is outside of the four walls of the church, that's not a pastor, you know, pastor of a church. That's not a evangelist of a. You're in full time ministry per se, but you are in the marketplace and you're trying to make your way, trying to be successful, trying to apply, you know, uh, Jesus in the marketplace. (laughs) If I can just say it that way, Um, you know. So that's that's kind of where I wanted to just start off the podcast with. Is definitely want to listen to those resources or go out and find those resources so that they can impact your life, help you out and taking your game to the next level. So, um, cause I know they've impacted me, but anyway, one thing I wanted to, uh, you know, make mention, you know, about is, um, you know, just in the season that I'm in, uh, right now, um, you know, I, I'll, i just be honest with you guys. I've, I felt like that I've been under, uh, a little bit of, I won't say, um, you know, we'll just call it for what it is. I've been, been ha- I've actually, you know, you, and I know you don't hear me talk this way a lot, but I'm just going to go ahead and call it like it is and be real with you guys. You know, it's been a little bit of a challenge uh, over the last, you know, three, four weeks uh, for me, okay? Um, you know, with different events, uh, different pressures that I've had, you know, coming upon me. But I want to talk to you guys about, how I've handled these pressures. I don't need to go specifically into what those pressures are. Some of them are job-related. Some of them are family-related. Some of them are, you know, maybe some loved ones that are, you know, kind of being, you know, uh, the enemy or circumstances are trying to weigh them down or attack them. And, you know, how has Tyler, How's Tyler handled those things? Okay? And... I just want to walk you through how I've handled these things, okay? And really, it's just a, you know, honestly, it's, it's a model or the pressures of life of how Jesus has modeled or what he, had, what he did in his walk as basically here on earth. Because I don't know if you realize it, guys, or not, but Jesus had pressures. Jesus had things coming at him in all shapes and sizes and he had to handle these types of pressures okay and you know where that he had people uh betray him pressures of that where he had um you know the religious community uh really denounce him okay he had pressures of people misunderstanding him um and really calling him a son of the devil (laughs) i mean he he had uh, those types of things going on while he was here in this uh, earth, okay. And some of this might be you know uh, you know review for you. Some of you guys might already know, but I just want to give you maybe a couple of things that I know that I've applied by you know allowing you know the lifestyle of what Jesus walked out. How I've applied it, okay. So one of the things that I've done, number one, I have done is I have not stopped associating with people that are in life where I want to be, okay? Um, I've learned that skill set or learned that skill set, but learned that law or learned that principle, okay, from uh, many, many years ago whenever I was 22, 23 years old. And I've applied it and I've kept applying it. Jesus decided to do that. You know with his disciples He kept his disciples close. That's why he had you know the 12 disciples. He didn't have 50 or a hundred people he only had and even when that 12 he had a very close knit of three John James and Peter were the close knit of three that he had okay during that earthly ministry. Now, what he was doing prior to his earthly ministry, I don't know, but I can tell you this, that Jesus kept some very, very close friends. And I, I can tell you how I've been weathering, you know, kind of the storm of life that I'm, you know, somewhat in, um, is by keeping some friends very, very close to me. Okay. Keeping them close and being very transparent with them. Um, and you know, and I will tell you guys, it has been nothing but a blessing to me to be able to do that. All right. I'll give you the second one that Jesus did. Jesus decided that he was going to trust 100% of any kind of judgment or outcome against his adversaries um, to his heavenly father. And we find that actually in um, I believe it's First Peter 2.23, 20, uh, where it says that, you know, he did not open his mouth to insults. He did not, you know, uh, ad, you know, receive, he did not adhere to any threats or whatever it was. It says this in there. It says, he trusted himself completely, completely to his heavenly father, who is a righteous judge. You can read that actually in First Peter 2.23. Okay, it is a great, you know, picture of that, and that's something that I know that I've had to do myself during the season, where that guess what, I have had to make God as my source, but be that be the, be as that that may, may make it my final authority, put more stock put more, uh, you know, credibility, more confidence in that God's my source, that God's the righteous judge, that he's the one that will sustain me. And he's the one that's going to pull me out onto the other side and give me victory. Like he promises me he will. Okay. Because I, let me just camp out on that little statement I just made right there. You know, it says in revelation and I can't remember exactly what it says you know that he's gonna that he has given the saints you know wisdom um, you know multiple things you know peace and so forth in his kingdom okay and his kingdom is now you know kingdom is inside of me all right and you know for me personally I had to and I literally did this this morning. I had to literally, you know, kind of grab myself by the the collar and say, "Hey Tyler, listen to me. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hey Tyler, you are blessed beyond measure. Hey Tyler, you're blessed coming in and blessed going out. Hey Tyler, guess what? You have a guaranteed blessing." upon your life, the, what the Word of God says. You know, if circumstances, Tyler, are not lining up with you living a blessed life, then, Tyler, you need you need to speak the Word over those situations and over those circumstances that are happening in your life, and you need to decree, decree and declare things so that, guess what? Your angels have something to go about and start doing And I literally had to have that conversation with myself this morning because for me personally, all right, I have to have those kind of conversations. (laughs) And you know what? If the shoe fits for you, if the shoe fits for you, because you know what? Um, You, if, if things aren't going the way that they should be going in your life, then, you know, it's not God's fault that they're not going the way they should be going. Basically, at the end of the day, you're the one that needs to take your chin strap and buckle it up and start, you know, well, really start using your mouth and start speaking and declaring things in your life. Uh, Because you know what? That is how things get done in the kingdom. Your words carry so much weight That it will put you over or under. And for me, I had to engage my mouth. Actually, I started that whole process. And I'll be, I mean, maybe, it's not that I wasn't speaking the word or, you know, declaring things. But I I really kind of found myself, I, I remember it was literally about two weeks ago. I found myself, you know, Amy and I, we put the kids to bed. And I flipped on the Believer's Voice of Victory Network. And there was a gentleman that came on, actually, Charles Caps, And um, he and his daughter were on the, on, the, hit this, on the show. And they were sitting there talking about, you know, your words and speaking, uh, declaring things over your life and so forth. And for whatever reason, for me personally, guys... I just kind of, I was like, I just, it's kind of like I had to hit myself in the head and say, Hey dude, wake up, get your mouth engaged. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have authority in this earth to speak and declare things of what God's word says. So get your mouth engaged. Stop sitting there and allowing, you know, the different situations and circumstances to really mess you up, okay? We'll push pause real quick. All right, I'm back. Apologize, I had another phone call that came in. But guys, you? I hope that, you know, you're kind of getting some things here. Now, I will say this. Let me just give you the uh, third thing that Jesus did, which I think is brilliant, okay? And, you know, that quite honestly... This is something that I, I learned, and I think I mentioned this in the in a very recent podcast. Actually, in my in my faith series. And by the way, you know I'd highly recommend you going back and taking, you know the um, five episode challenge. Go back and listen to the last five episodes, guys, so you can kind of get caught up and get familiarity with, you know, kind of how I do things and what I say on my podcast. So anyway, so the. The whole entire side of things for you know that Jesus says it says it says that um, you know he was pierced for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, um, and by his stripes I'm healed. But it also says, I believe in that same scripture in Isaiah, or somewhere in there, that he was like a sheep led to slaughter. Okay? And I think it even says it in there that he did not even open his mouth. Okay? Now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken on this, but Jesus hung on the cross before he passed away, all right, or gave up his spirit for at least almost six hours. Okay? And during those six hours... It's, I believe that he said, he has recorded that he might have said maybe 42 or something, 42 or 50 something words within those six hours. And if you took those 40 or 50 words that Jesus said, you could say them in one minute. And there's something about, guys, when, when, when stress and things are coming at you that you need to, and I know it might sound really weird for me to sit there and say this because it's almost like I'm contradicting myself. It's almost like you should shut your mouth down. Okay? Now, let me let me kind of quantify or kind of give you a perspective on that. I'm not sitting there saying not speak the word in faith. Okay? But sometimes I know that for me, I might have spit, spoken the word, but it might be almost in fear. Kind of you got to check the motive of your heart of what's, you know, causing that, those words to come out of your mouth. So you know, even though you might be speaking the word, you might want to check the motive of the heart to make sure it's right and pure. Okay, because God's all God's more concerned about the motive of your heart than He is about you know what you know the words coming out of your mouth. Okay, He's you definitely want to make sure you've got the right words coming out of your mouth, but also you want to make sure you have the right motive coming out of your mouth. Now we go back to that of keeping your mouth shut. Now the other thing, the other side of that coin of the motive of your heart but even just speaking negative words negative words are going to cause, because a lot of times you don't even filter your own mouth okay let alone you're checking your heart you know you you know I, I know that it says in Philippians you know two verse I believe it's maybe fourteen I believe two fourteen it says do not let any complaining or murmuring come out of your mouth uh, what does that hap- What does that do? It allows Satan, it allows the enemy, or any kind of demonic forces, to let it to put him on high alert, them on high alert. That hey, we got a wounded animal out here. You know, if you've ever heard a, you know, an animal that's injured, they might sit there and whimper or you know cry out, and because they're whimpering and whining, it only gives the predator knowledge of, Hey, there's something. Hey, do you hear that? What I need to go find this. Let me go sick my teeth into that thing right there. And there's something about that Jesus, I mean, even whenever he was in front of, you know, Herod during the, uh, the last couple hours of his life, uh, Pontius Pilate, he did not open his mouth hardly at all. He might've said a couple things, but there were very few things that he said. And I I want to make sure you, you see that. All right? And the last thing that I'll say, last thing I'll say is this right here. The thing I've been applying in myself, all right, and that is constant communication with my Heavenly Father. And call it prayer. Constant communication. You know, not just where that, you know, I mean, definitely where i've set aside time actually talking with my heavenly father where i've set aside time in the morning you know and me personally you've heard me say this i journal i actually take time and i journal out my whole entire conversation with my heavenly father where that i'm being open and honest with him and i know he's been open and honest with me because i'll sit there and write out everything that he's saying and you know for but also that throughout my day where that I'm, I'm, you know, just letting him know, talking to him, I might be praying in the Holy Ghost, uh, praying in the spirit, or I might be, you know, just having a conversation with him about what is going on in my life. All right. And get his thoughts. And I've I've had multiple times where that he, you know, he's had to remind me, said, Tyler, chill out. Okay. Don't, I'm ordering your steps. I've got you at the right place at the right moment. You don't have to be concerned about what is going on around you, okay? And, you know, gang, let me just tell you, those have been comforting words, and I've had to, you know, take those words and write them down sometimes so I can go back and review them and, and you know, remember those words that he says to me because that's, you know, because trust me, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> it's just how we're operated. But I'll also say this, okay, and that's the last thing, is, and I thought I was almost done with this, but the way we're wired and the way that we're faith is wired, you have to get a vision. You have to have a vision of faith of that you're going to come out on the other side of what you're doing, okay? That's, that is so money right there, what I just said. You've got to get a vision for your faith. You know, you can sit there and, you know, confess the word and, you know, say you're in faith all you you want, but the way that we're wired, the way that our faith is wired, and I probably need to go back and just do an episode all on this, but the way our faith is wired is you've got to see it inside of yourself. You have to see a vision of what you have faith for. If you don't have a vision of what you have faith for, then trust me, guys, it's got It just doesn't work. It's it's your short circuit. You know, the the wires of your faith are not happening, okay? It's a lot like, you know, you might say, I've got this vision for this awesome house, but you've never, you know, decided to lay out a blueprint uh, for it. You know, Amy and I, we were watching last night, uh, this one person on YouTube that we really enjoy her home decoration stuff, and she actually has a book, all right, of what she and her husband want to do in certain rooms where that she's collected up different um, magazine clippings or articles to what she wants to do in certain rooms. And she's got that organized in this binder, which I think is way beyond my organizational skill set, but that's neither here nor there. But again, guys, I want to make sure you've got to have a vision. So, and where does Jesus come in, in all this? Well, it says this actually in Hebrews uh, chapter 12, that it says, For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So with that said, Jesus actually had a vision because he saw beyond the cross. He saw beyond what was getting ready to happen, all right, that gave him the vision, the faith that what he was getting ready to go through was going to be victorious. And that is so good right there. I'm saying it's been encouraging me. I hope it's encouraging you that when you have a vision, you've got to get a picture of you on the other side of your situation. It might be your sickness. It might be financial. It could be, you know, marital. You've got to get a picture of that, okay? Okay. Inside of yourself, you might have to put it up on side of you, outside of you might have to be something external first before you can get in an internal. Okay, but you've got to have that inside of you in order to see the manifestation of it on the outside or, you know, the manifestation of on the outside. So SEC, I love you guys. I hope this has been a really good podcast for you. I'm just giving it to you straight up real. Real time here. Okay, know that you're blessed. Okay, guys, know that God's done everything. You've just got to uh, activate by faith what God's already done for you. He's done. Um, if you're not living a blessed life, then you're not tapping into what the kingdom has, and that might need to start with your mental state. You might need to renew your mind to those promises, to those uh, you know inheritance that you have from your heavenly father so that you can actually start to, you know, um, you know, acquire the blessed life. Cause trust me, the blessed life is where you want to be. All right. The successful life is where you want to be. Okay. So thank you guys. So, Hey, if you haven't, uh, I know that I've said this multiple times, but I just going to go say it again. If you're thinking about actually partnering with the success edge podcast, I'd welcome you to do that. Uh, we have a Patreon page out there. You can go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart and partner up uh, with me out there. I'd welcome that and uh, definitely would love to have you uh, partner with me. Uh, there's definitely things that might come down the road with it. So if you feel led to do that, I, I welcome it. The other thing I'm going to let you know is you know that you're blessed, highly favored, powered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthrough is upon you guys. And, gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.